Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know something, family? It goes without saying from the book of Psalms 118 and verse 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that you are as much as I am, because you know something? I had not planned on doing Christ versus culture part two. But guess what we're doing today, Traveling Pulpit family? That's right. Christ versus culture part two. You know, I feel that there was so much left on the table from last week that I cannot go on to another message, nor would the Holy Spirit allow me to go on to another message until this message is complete. Yeah, I want to point out the fact that this podcast is not in it to win a popularity contest. I don't care about the numbers. I care about your soul. You see, some ministries care about numbers. They don't care about your soul, meaning they don't care about having a relationship with you. But this podcast wants that relationship with you, which is why you're always encouraged to reach out. There have been some that have reached out through social media, you know, just to check up on me to or to, to tell me what uh, what an impact the message had done for them on that day. You see, that's how we build relationship through communication. And that's why Christ came. He came to 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 establish a relationship with us through communication. You see, when man fell and boy, did he fall. The communication between the creator and man cease. It ceased. But through certain men, the creator spoke to those men in his way. And through that way, man was able to speak to us. And some men don't get it. And some men have denied it or even ignored it and even has gone so far to kill the messenger. But our creator has still sent his word through chosen men. And it goes no difference here at the Traveling Pulpit podcast, because this word is going to go out regardless of our situation, our status or our ability to reach one person, because that's all this podcast is aimed to do. Reach one. Are you that one? So much so that this is a responsibility that is taken on week in and week out. And there are some some weeks that that I just don't feel. But then I have to suck it up and say to myself, it's not what I feel. It's the responsibility that has been placed upon me. And I have to go in with both feet planted firmly in the word of God, the foundation of my life. And I have to commit. I have to commit to you because I've made this commitment with my father in heaven. And I'm making this commitment to you that this podcast stands on the foundation of truth. And if it does not come from this book, it is not spoken about this book. Now, speaking of this book, I have discovered through the book of Jude and the book of Joshua 
the confirmation of the books of Enoch and Jasper. I have looked through Joshua and have seen where the book of Jasper has been talked about. I wrote them down, but I wasn't prepared to talk about them today because I always want to give a reference with scripture and I wasn't able to do so. So I'm just talking about it. But I can confirm that Jude six, Jude six, that I know. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that I know. But the book of Jasper is still new to me, so I'm only able to confirm it through my voice. But I will confirm it through scripture on next week. I promise you. But Jude six, I've been studying the book of Enoch for a while now. I know Jude six talks about the angels who did not keep their place in authority, but gave it up, came down from heaven and began to uh, uh, come into the daughters of men. And from them, we get the Nephilim. We get men standing 4,500 feet high or feet tall. These men, if you were to stack the tallest building on this earth 10 times, I don't think you would reach how tall the Nephilim were. They were 4,500 feet tall. And Jude references the book of Jude. The book of Enoch, <laughs> Jude references the book of Jude. <laughs> I just caught that Jude references the book of Enoch, forgive me. But again, this podcast is meant for you. The responsibility is mine. And if I'm going to get on here and talk about my sin, which I definitely want to hide from man, but if the Holy Spirit has convicted me to confess my sin before man, then I'm certain that one is willing to confess their sin before man also. Simply put, the word of God comes from my father. He is speaking to me. No one else is that important when I am in my father in the presence of my father, meaning my study and my prayer. No one. He comes first. And I want to take you to the book of Matthew today because I want to talk about Christ versus culture. And I want to take you to how the world operates versus how Christ operates. Matthew 12, verse 38, Jesus is teaching. We always find Jesus teaching because he's always teaching us about his father. He's always pointing back to his father. Jesus never points to himself, but he always points to his father because he wants us to know that his father is the one that we have to make an account to. Jesus is the one that has come to sacrifice himself on behalf of the father, but we have to make an account before the father one day. So Jesus is teaching and the scribes and Pharisees all get together and they ask Jesus a question. 
They say, teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But Jesus answered them and said, an evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Now, the reason I want to talk about this particular scripture, Traveling Pulpit Family, is because if you look on all the social media platforms, every one is abuzz with the return of Christ. Everyone is above with the prophecies that are being fulfilled. It seems like everyone is coming out of the cracks and woodwork to talk about these prophecies of the Lord, to focus on these signs that are happening throughout the world, to to try and gain popularity over things they know nothing about. See, this is why I said that this podcast seeks not popularity from the world, but conviction to the hearer. You see, I'd rather stab you in the heart than stab you in the back. Because if your heart is bleeding, only God can fix it. But if you're stabbed in the back, you're going to try and take revenge for being for being betrayed. That's why. This is an adulterous, evil generation because they are all seeking signs. I am a podcast pastor, a virtual minister. So I don't make it my mission to get on social media to blast anyone. I get on social media to understand the the waves of the world. And the waves of the world right now, traveling pulpit family, everyone wants to see these miraculous things happen in the heavenly skies because 85% of these people do not believe in God. They believe in the signs that may come from God as these Pharisees and scribes did, which is why they asked him, we wish to see a sign from you. These people on social media all wish to see a sign from God. That's all they're looking for. Rather than believing that he can do these things, they would rather see these things before they believe in him. It doesn't work that way, y'all. It does not work that way. Solomon When he wrote Ecclesiastes, he told us that what was or what has been will be and what has been done will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun from Ecclesiastes 1.9, meaning that what they wanted Jesus to do then is the same thing they're looking for Jesus to do now. Show them a sign. See, all man wants to be is proven right. He wants to be proven right. But most importantly, traveling pulpit family, man wants to be in control. You see, the same way the scribes and Pharisees wanted to control the the place where Jesus was teaching to show the people who had the power. Jesus turned that power that they had into the power that comes from above and power only comes from above. 
Jesus told them, an adulterous and evil generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given except the sign of the prop sign of the prophet of Jonah. That was Jesus's day. Our day, the sign that we're going to going to get is nothing. I'll say it again. The sign that the believers get for believing in Jesus is nothing. There will be no sign. You know why there will be no sign? Because we will be with him. When he comes to take us to where he is, where we meet him in the air, there'll be no sign for us. It's a sign for the unbelieving world because they're the ones that are going to scramble. They're the ones that are going to all of a sudden believe these things have happened, but their leaders are going to tell them it's an alien invasion. It's an alien uh, kidnapping. Uh, something has to do with uh, the weather balloons or the satellites. There was a glitch in the matrix or something. They're going to come up with some smart idea to get the people who see the sign that they've been asking for. They're going to find a way to get the people to pay attention to their words as the scribes and Pharisees were trying to get the people of Jesus, Jesus's day to see their robes, to hear their voices, to see their, their garbs. These are the same people today as they were then, which is why Solomon said there is nothing new under the sun. Traveling pulpit family, I want you to understand that Jesus versus the culture it's Jesus versus the culture. The culture is they are an evil and adulterous generation that has continued to this day. And Solomon has said there is nothing new under the sun. The same thing that they wanted from Jesus then is the same thing they want from him now. They want a sign. That's all they want. That's all they want. All they care about on social media is popularity power and money. They don't care to have a relationship with Christ. They don't care to understand the word of God. They don't care to understand that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. If we are in Christ, we're new creations. The old has passed and the new has come. They don't care about those things. What they care about are numbers. That's what they care about. We're here at the traveling pulpit podcast we don't care about numbers. We care about souls because people are leaving this earth every day. And what hurts my heart is to not know the condition upon their soul when they left this earth. That's what hurts my heart. That's why this podcast exists, people. So that you can have a right to the tree of life. By hearing the truth of God's word. And you can take it with you on the go. That's why it's called ministry in motion. Because wherever you are, you got the word going with you. I don't care about the numbers. I want you to understand that. I'm not a, I'm not a Pharisee. I'm a scribe. I'm a handwriter. I'm a scribe. But I'm not a Pharisee. I'm not a fake and I hope that through the, 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 the last three years, I hope that's been proven to you.
Because I hear a lot of people who are in ministry who say a lot of things about Jesus. But the one thing I have not heard these people talk about is their sin. I have not heard them once talk about how much of a sinner they are. But that's where you get when you talk, when you come to the Traveling Pulpit podcast family, you're going to get talk about sin, about me being a sinner, about me standing first in line when Paul had his head cut off. And I wasn't I wasn't even in existence when Paul had his head cut off. But guess what? I was number one in line with the help wanted sign that said chief sinner apply within. And I was first in line. Challenge me if you if you doubt it. I am a sinner saved by the grace of God. I sin all the time. If I'm not thinking about God, I'm thinking about sin. That is who I am. But I thank God for the power and the presence of his son, Jesus Christ, who has gone up Golgotha's hill, who has sacrificed his life for me, who allowed that blood to run down that cross, who has covered me in his blood, who has forgiven me for my sin, who has not remembered my sin, but will one day call my name and I will go to him just as I'm supposed to. I thank God for that. And I thank God for you. I thank God for you because I know that he has called you and he has purposed you and he has forgiven you and he has not stopped loving you. Some of us feel like, oh, the things that we have done, he cannot forgive me. He cannot love a person like me. He cannot, he cannot, he cannot. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Because he gave his son for our, our well-being. He sacrificed his only son for us. I was talking with, with, with a brother, brother in Christ. And we were talking about how m- mankind, the earth was cursed. We got off scot-free. We got off scot-free. Because we could have been destroyed, but he gave us his son. The earth is cursed. We have to work at the sweat of our brow. But we got off, we got off easy. We got off easy. And to get off easy and to still deny him, that's just stupid, y'all. I don't understand, but that is the world. That is the world. The world is evil and adulterous and easily persuaded. That's why people can think the way they think. That's why they can kill a a baby in their womb. That's why they can, can take themselves up and put on padded breasts and dress up and put on a wig and go, go hollering and screaming. It's rain and men. Hallelujah. Because they are an evil and adulterous generation. And it's been going on since the beginning, but one day it will end because I'm telling you, the Lord will not allow that foolishness in his kingdom. And all those who want a sign from him, they're going to get one. They're going to get one. We're not, but they will. So much so that when Jesus was speaking to the people, 
down in verse 46, he was speaking to the people and behold, the Bible says his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak with him. Now, wherever Jesus went, it was like a rock concert. I mean, this man was the most popular person of his day. In fact, he still is. The Bible is the number one book sold world in and worldwide. It's the number one book sold. He's still, he's still popular because to love him is to follow him. To hate him is try to disprove him. But you got to love to hate to disprove and you got to love to follow. Oh boy. You see how he does? See how he does? He is still popular to this day. And guess what? He's going to continue to be popular even after we're long gone because people are going to want him. They're going to wish for him. They're going to wish they would have had another chance. They're going to wish that they had another chance. Your chance is today. Your chance is right now. This chance is now given to you. What will you do with it? His mother and brother wanted to speak with him. And that crowd, man, that crowd was, was large. And they made their way into him. And they told him, they said, your mother and your brothers are outside and they want to speak to you. And where Jesus was speaking, he replied to the man who told him in the presence of his disciples, in the presence of all who was present in that, in that, in the, in the place where he was teaching, he said, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And then Jesus stretching out his hand toward his disciples. He said, here are my mother and my brothers. He goes on to say, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother, my sister, and my mother. See how Jesus points back to the father. He's not putting the point or the attention on him. He's pointing the attention to his father. Traveling pulpit family, I want you to know that it is through his father that we are able to do the things that we do. It is through the sacrifice of Jesus that his father looks through the sacrifice. He looks through the blood of his son and he sees us. Without that blood, he will destroy us. But it is through his father and anyone whoever does the will of his father is his brother, his sister, and his mother, because he already has a father. So he's laying that out plain to you. But what about you? What about you? You know, it is a sacrifice to labor for the Lord. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a hard call to, to do the things for the Lord that, that we do. Man, I tell you, I don't know if I could do these things if it had not been for the Lord on my side. And I'm certain that you feel the same way. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be? Oh, man, I tell you, sometimes that brings tears to my eyes when I think about that. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I would be in a world of hurt. But I can tell you this, through all the pain and 
suffering what little I've gone through. I have greatly appreciated what Jesus has done for me. So much so that I want you to know that this walk of faith is not easy. This walk of faith is serious. This walk of faith is hard. It takes effort to, to do the things that are being done. Follow Jesus. Takes effort. But Isaiah wants us to know in chapter 40 and verse 28, he says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. He wants you to know that even youth shall faint and shall be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is why the Traveling Pulpit Podcast exists, so that so that you can have the extra endurance you need while you're going on this faith walk, while you're going on this faith journey, while you're walking with Christ. I want you to know that we will be right here with you every step of the way. We will not tuck tail and run. We will not leave. But what we will do is continue to stand on the foundation of our salvation. That is Jesus Christ. We're not going anywhere. We're right here. The only sign we're ever going to receive is standing face to face with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The sign they're asking for, the sign they want to see is the sign of our removal and the chaos that comes after it. So today, Traveling Pulpit family, you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to accept. You have an opportunity to deny. But the choice is yours. The choice is yours. And I pray you choose wisely because we don't know the day. We don't know the hour. My responsibility is not to talk to you about a day or an hour. My responsibility is to have your soul prepared for that day and for that hour. So I thank you once again. Reach out to me. Let me know how you're doing. Uh, reach out to the social media. Some have reached out through Facebook. Some have reached out through Instagram. Some have reached out through TikTok. All traveling pulpit or Traveling Pulpit Podcast, or The Traveling Pulpit. <laughs> Sometimes I, I forget which ones I, I put them under, but I believe it would be The Traveling Pulpit. That would be 100% of my belief. But it's not hard to search for The Traveling Pulpit, just like it's not hard to reach out to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because he wants the relationship with you so much more than I want the relationship with you. But I want you to know, that I'm here for you also because he's given me that responsibility, not over you. He's given me the responsibility of the message that comes to you. And I want you to understand that. I want you to understand that, that, that this is not something that counts numbers. This is a podcast that wants to multiply souls. And I hope that your soul is one of them. 
But thank you always for giving me that opportunity to come and share the message with you, to give you that that gospel truth, because that's what you're going to get here. You're going to get the truth. You're going to get the gospel truth. And you know what? If it's something that isn't for you, I'm not forcing you. No one is forcing you. I totally understand. But I will tell you this. If you want that relationship with him, this is how you get it. Romans 10, 9. Paul says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is when your relationship with him will begin. You may have been going all your life in belief of him, all your life of talking about him, but you have not accepted him. You have not confessed with your mouth to him. I don't see that as having a relationship. Paul says, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord to him and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The action of him doing that to him and you will be saved. That I believe makes us saved. Then after that comes the baptism. Going down in that watery grave, coming back up into new life. You heard me say earlier. To be in Christ is to be a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Is it a new day for you, traveling pulpit family? Are you ready to accept his word? Are you ready to accept him? I can tell you, I can guarantee you he's ready to accept you. All it takes is your confession. And you will be saved. That's all it takes is your confession. So for the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan thanking you once again for the opportunity to come and share this message with you. Check out Wednesday with the Word now on Instagram at The Traveling Pulpit. I hope you like it. We're just getting started. We're going through all of that nervous energy, getting that out there, being on live camera once again. We're getting through all of that. But you know what? Wednesday with the word is live every Wednesday at 12 noon on Instagram. And if you don't uh, aren't able to catch us live, it will be on there on Instagram. Uh, I decided to go from Facebook to Instagram because of uh, my college age son who is in college and has friends who also uh, want to have that relationship with Christ. This is a way for them while they are away to stay connected to Christ. This is why this is a ministry in motion uh, uh, podcast ministry. That That is what we do. Uh, we don't want money. We don't ask for money. We just want the opportunity to serve and for you to have the opportunity to serve him, not us. So, once again, I thank you. I wish you a great day. I hope you uh, have a continued wonderful weekend. Um, that's it. I love you. Bye for now.